It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So we have this story from TimCast.com. Illinois Bakery told they can no longer hold events after planning kid-friendly drag show. Not just that, they might actually lose their liquor and business license if they continue to host events that do not have proper zoning. So this is the funny thing. It's like a zoning issue, not even an issue of having a sexual <laughs> performance for children. I want to I make one point before we, uh, we get into the story. because We also have another story I want to talk about, this, uh, this transgender male cheerleader who choked out a 17-year-old teenage female. I have a media matters coming after me because I did a segment where I said, clearly, not all gay people are groomers. There's an organization called Gays Against Groomers. So why is it that these media outlets are desperately trying to claim the phrase groomer refers to all gay people? Proving my point, they came after my video where I said, not all gays are groomers, accusing me of insulting all gay people. And I especially said, I have to wonder about the author of that article for doing this. She must have some inclination in support of pedophilia or be pedophile adjacent or a pedophile herself. They got really pissed off about that. But in my video, I basically made it, made it simple. Drag shows are sexual performances. Absolutely. There's no question about it. Grooming is when you introduce an overt sexual concept, but at the mi- minimal level, meaning a stripper showing up to a child, but not stripping would be the introduction of grooming. You want to introduce something light to the child or to the person and then slowly introduce, groom them into it. This is what child drag shows are doing. So to see something like this, there's some pushback. However, it doesn't seem like, oh, the power power went out. <laughs> Hear that? Oh, hey, good timing. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. Hey, that was cool. Exciting. We so we have backup batteries, <laughs> so nothing went down but the lights. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so when the beeping happened, we actually have these larger batteries that we'll, we switch over to. Huh. We need to do a protocol for that because I don't know which plug to switch to. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm assuming everything's still working, right? Anyway, I was talking about what? Oh, oh yeah. This, it's a zoning issue. It's like not, no one's even going after them for trying to do these performances for kids. And the media's actually been defending it. So we talked on the main show about schools and education. You have a book about it takes a family. This is them targeting your family with the most egregious, you know, acts possible. Uh, what are your thoughts? I'm curious, you know. I mean, to be very blunt, this is the face of evil in American society at its most base, targeting children with bizarre sexual stuff. It undermines society. It undermines the family. That's the intent. It is grooming. I think the reason they get so upset when you talk about grooming is because you are dead square over the target. So you've identified it. You're shaming it in public. I think there's a really important thing in our society that we've really messed up, which is the idea of shame. Culture, very simply put, is what any group shames and honors. And we flipped it upside down. We used to honor the things that were honorable, bravery, courage, standing up for your family, being a father and a mother, having children. These are the honorable things, living what I would describe as a basic, normal life. Those are the things that were honored. Today, those are things that are shamed. You know, uh, to, to, to go can back. I, can I put oh, yeah, out yeah, one yeah, additional yeah, thing? Absolutely. I agree with everything Mark said. But one of the things that gets missing at all this 
is that parents take their kids to these things. Oh, that's right. Goodness. Okay, so you can blame the bakery, and I do, and Mark's absolutely right. But what the heck with 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 these moms and dads who are who are grooming their own children? Did you ever see this coming? I mean, you were you were yeah, in, like you were absolutely Senator uh, 07 to twelve. Yeah, I, sh- I showed you the clip of Tony Soprano, right? Right. I mean, the, so, so yeah, I, ro- I wrote about it. I talked Everyone about it. Everyone should look that clip up. I was, I was one of, the, I was we'll one of, the, I was one of the guys who said, "You start down this path, and here's where we're going." And they were like, "You're and just you an are, evil Christian. You are, you are, you are, a, you're a hater. You're a radical. You're, you know, you're, you're a fear monger. I mean, I proposed an amendment to to codify in the Constitution what marriage is, and the biggest argument against it. This was 2004. This was before Obergefell. The the biggest argument against it. It's unnecessary. No, no, it'll never change. I mean, we're, we, why, why, why? You know, this is just a few rogue states doing this. The reality is." You head down this road of redefining everything, right? And and it there is no end to this. Let me try. I'm going to try and play this. Huh. Don't, don't forget. You're just playing one piece down. of it. I agree with that senator senatorium. Says if we let this stuff go too far, pretty sure we'll be fucking dogs. He says, <laughs> I agree with that senator senatorium who says if we let this go too far, pretty soon we'll be fucking dogs. <laughs> That was your most famous quote. That, that, yes. That, yeah. That's your campaign. I, I, think, I, think that's, I remember. I think that was a quote. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. You were on the debate stage. And yeah, you said, that's listen, maybe we let this go too it's, far. This is going to happen. And some writer was dogs. like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't say that. And and I, in fact, I said just the opposite of that. But the reality is when you stand up to uh, to the to the cultural left, they will destroy you. And, and, and they tried, uh, they tried to destroy me when I was, uh, back in, uh, in the early two thousands when, uh, look, I had always been one of the pro-life leaders in Congress and, you know, did the partial birth abortion bill and a whole lot of other bills that actually, actually did pass the Congress and we won Supreme court cases. And then, you know, I got engaged with, with these, what I saw is an issue of trying to fundamentally destabilize the family and go after the church at the same time, because you're going after a, a you're going after marriage. You're going after something that, uh, that, that Christian and Jewish churches is a, is a, in, in mama Catholic, it's a sacrament. It's something that we're not going to back away from. And, and so yet, so it's not just going after the family, it's going after religious liberty at the same time. And I called the whistle on it and, uh, well, all you have to do is Google my name and you'll see what they did. But I think when you say like, how can parents bring their kids here? We forget that these are people who already identify as liberal or on the left and that culture tells you having kids is bad so in some ways they're being said they're being discouraged from being parents anyways they they think you should spend more times at places like this and you should bring your kids with you because really it's better to introduce your kids now and you should have these conversations and you know ultimately there is no right or wrong you just do you know you just experience everything you're not celebrating everyone's choices these are people who tell their children you know, well, whatever you think is best. Where where did that come from? Who, <laughs> what if, what if who a thought girl... a four year old could make a decision as to what's best <laughs> about for about anything? Why don't we give twelve year olds breast implants? Wow. But if but if a twelve year old wants to have her, yeah, her... she wants to remove the breasts, right? That's okay. Have you seen this meme? This is an old meme from uh, back in your political days. Yeah. What will happen if gay marriage is legalized? The whole uh, diagram is gay people will get married. 
And then there's another color, a third world war, world war will break out, not included. Various plagues, not included. Schools will begin teaching kids how to have gay sex, not included. The terrorists will win, not included. And the funny thing is about this meme is it aged very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> because um, Well, especially what's supposed to be in green. I've covered a couple different school districts for the site who have specific requirements that by certain ages, you know, third grade, you have to have this understanding of sexual contact. You have this understanding of uh, And I said that. I said, you know, what? Why, why? how will my marriage affect you? Well, the answer is one heck of a lot because, and that's why I said, you're not going to stop with just allowing us to do our private thing. You're going to force everyone to accept and you're going to change everything. And you're, and then follow on down the line of everything else that we've seen with, with the LGBTQ expanding uh, alphabet and symbols. uh, That's all derived from the idea that we can redefine everything. I think the end result is uh, a, a system without definition. So, you know, my attitude is, I, I you know, look at growing up in Chicago. Like what I, is a woman? Well, I was very, uh, my family and I we were very in fav- favor of gay marriage. But the idea is in the privacy of your own home with who you love, you mind your own business, but you get equal rights. And there were sad stories where there would be, you know, two individuals who love each other, could not visit each other in hospitals. It's like, I don't care if your best friends or brothers, like it kind of sucks. But it's two guys that they spend their lives together and they can't be there with, you know. And there are ways to handle that without changing the fundamental definition of a foundational element of society. Which, which, which is the, the main issue where I see, I see this going to a total collapse. And the reason is in New York, for instance, 31 genders are protected under their <laughs> human rights law. But there's, there's that's discriminatory <laughs> to the 32nd gender uh, to. Well, it's not. It's uh, because the, the law actually has no limit. Uh, they define gender expression, which is protected as self-expression, which means anything, anything you want. Right. Anything you want. You are. Here's the best part. New York City recognizes a gender as a protected class. A gender, of course, means not having a gender. The bathrooms in New York. We went to uh, the zoo, New York City, uh, the Central Park Zoo. The bathroom said all gender restroom. And I just simply said, where's the no gender bathroom? Because, but, but it's funny, right? But it is in yeah. their law that there must be a bathroom for, for every identity and lacking gender is, is, is not all gender. Right. So if they say this one's for all of them, okay, but what about for, for the people who don't have one? Well, now they're not. So this is the issue. So I was talking to a lawyer. I called a, a human rights lawyer and asked him about this. And I said, in New York, and I said, it, this, the city defines gender identity as self-expression. And it says you can't be discriminated based on the clothes you wear or what your name is. That's for obvious reasons, right? If there's a male individual and they call themselves Janet Wear Dress, your clothing and your name cannot be used to discriminate against you. What if it's a person who dresses up like a wolf and calls themselves Volciferon, Herald of the Winter Mist? Can they be denied a job because they want to wear a full fursuit you know, costume? And the lawyer said it won't pass the laugh test. You go to a judge and say... Today. No, here's my point. He said, you go to a judge and tell them that you're transgender. We understand what transgender is in the spirit of the law. You will will be protected. You try to claim your... What do you say? Volciferon? They're going to laugh and say, excuse me. And then I said, so the judge has the discretion to laugh at a person they find absurd. And he was like, well, yes. And I said, what if the judge finds a man just as a woman is, is absurd? And then he was like, well, I... I suppose he could. And I'm like, right. So the issue is, you might argue culturally a judge will not allow Volciferon to be a protected class to have this job. 
But really, once a judge just decides it, it will happen. Standard. Yeah. It you, will. Have you been following the stuff that's going on with the USDA? There are like 20 attorney generals that have sued because they rolled out this like school lunch yeah. line and they were like, except we're going to say that LGBT and transgender are protected under the sex-based discrimination. And they're like, you're unfairly expanding Title IX. What are you doing? And I don't know if the USDA has responded yet, but it's all supposed to be part of Biden's let's protect everybody policies that he started as soon as he got into office. Well, and again, I would argue to bring it full circle, this is the reason to take the power away from the federal government, yeah. right? I mean, if they have the power, this is human. Humans have power. They exercise power without restraint. And so the only way we restrain them is we take that power away. I want to jump to this other story as well, because uh, we've kind of got... I, 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 what I do find fascinating is that we often talk about you know, the old 10 years ago, 15 years ago, the slippery slope arguments that were coming up around gay marriage. And now we actually have Rick Santorum, who is very much there for those fights. We have the story from Tim. You look like you're having flashbacks right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? It's going to be all right. I always said, people say you started those fights. And I said, no, I didn't start any of these fights. But I finished them. I mean, it's, it's it, the, the idea that, you know, Republicans are culture warriors. No, no, no. We didn't change the culture. The other side changed the culture, and all we're saying is, I, I, the idea that you can go. I, I always use this example of if you want to change the ecology of affect the ecology of a swamp by building a bridge over a swamp, you have to file tens of thousands of papers and reports of how th this inter this disruption of the ecology of the swamp is going to affect every creature in it. Yet we can uproot the moral ecology of this country and have not a single study, not a single report, not a debate. And this happened because a few judges decided to do this. And then all of a sudden the national media and everybody got behind it. And within four or five years, we went from one state doing it to it, it became a constitutional right. The idea that we are going to completely upset 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years of human moral ecology. And just because someone wants it to be that way is insane. It's just an insane thing. And now we're seeing the consequences of it. Well, we have this story here from Timcast. Transgender cheerleader cited for criminal assault after choking out female teammate. I mean, that's a story. A 25-year-old male uh, uh, apparently choked out a 17-year-old female. The crazy thing about this is that the trans individual then followed them into the bathroom and there's a video of these young women locking themselves in a stall saying like, basically, get away from us, get out. You're a man, you have a penis, things like this. No one saw that coming. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, who did? Yeah. I mean, people may have had questions about a slippery slope and there were points being made like, they're gonna start teaching our kids in schools about this stuff. And, and the left said, and they said it to me, no, no. that's never gonna happen. No. I actually did campaign work for these organizations back in, I think it was 20, uh, 2010. And they said, that, that's, it's, that's insane. It's a right-wing talking point. It's never going to happen. Now we have books in school libraries showing lesbians having sex with each other. Or I, I guess you can't To first it. graders. To first graders. So that literally happened. But no one thought we'd get to the point where you had a, you'd have biological males taking cross-sex hormones, attacking teenage girls. No one could have seen that coming. 
Well, and now it's much worse than just that. I mean, the story, it shows the problem, but we have prisons where we're taking men and putting them in women's prisons because they identify, quote unquote, as women. And shock of shocks, they rape women. Shock of shocks, women are getting pregnant. I saw that coming in. It's stunning, right, that a guy in a women's prison is getting women pregnant. And the left, that's not that they didn't see it coming. They don't even admit that it's happening. You won't see those stories in the corporate media. Did you see this horrifying story recently that male inmates bribed a prison guard who let them into the women's division and all of these men went in and brutally raped all these women? This is why... We separate men and women. That's just It's that called simple. basic biology, right? So we understand that these things happen. So we set up systems to prevent them from happening so that men don't victimize women. And what the left is arguing for now is women basically have no rights. If you're a woman and women have fought for equal rights for a long period of time, none of that's relevant. If you were to say you're a woman tomorrow, you get a step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All of that stuff because you quote unquote identify as a woman. Again, there's a fundamental question going around. People make fun of it, but what is a woman, right? And and the left literally can't define what a woman is anymore. That shows you the absurdity of the position. And the reason it happens is because people who understand and know the truth are cowered into not speaking it. Yep. And that's why you, I mean, you get beat up for what you say. And thank God, I mean, you're, you're, you stand up and you say what you're going to say, but look, a lot of people don't want to be ostracized. They don't want to be called the, 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 the B word or the R word, or you pick, you pick a word out. They don't want to be vilified. And that's how you lose. That's how you lose a country. That's what it comes down to courage. I mean, people don't have the courage to stand up and speak the truth. And yes, you will be you will suffer from speaking the truth sometimes. Anyone, anyone really not doubt that uh, standing up for the truth and standing up for what's right has consequences, but people are afraid to take those consequences now. Yeah, I, I got to tell people, man, I don't know. In my experience, standing up and always just staying true to myself is the path of success. But for a lot of people, they're scared, I guess. I've taken a lot of risks in my life and not everything has worked out perfectly, but you just keep doing your thing and you keep saying, I refuse to back down. And I'm going to call you on this one. Standing true to yourself. That's great. But yourself has to be, un, has to, has to seek the truth. Right. Yeah. So you have a lot of people say, Oh, I I'm, I'm, I'm for that 25 year old cheerleader to be there. Cause I'm just standing up for, uh, for what I believe. Well, okay. But is what you believe true? Is what you believe right? Have have you really done the work to get to the bottom line as to whether right. you know, whether it's true or not? So just stand up for what you believe. That's not good enough. You got to you got to stand up for what's what's true, and you got to you got to under you have to be able to explain why it's true and why doing this is in the bet is 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 beneficial to humanity. It's been, not not just the person who may be offended or who wants to be a, a wolf, but how this. <laughs> 
how this makes our country and our society a better place. I, remember, I, think, sorry, oh, I was going to say, I am a huge fan of the libertarian movement, but one of the disservices I think it did to people in my generations was to tell people, oh, well, it's okay to, you live your life here and they're going to go live their life over there. And you just, you lie. pretend like it's not happening. I think that we it's forgot that we can just stand there. We don't have to intervene necessarily. We don't need to bring government into this, but I don't have to say that I would replicate your lifestyle. I don't have to say that I believe what you're doing is morally correct. We forgot that we are allowed to comment it, on it, these decisions. It was supposed to be tolerate. Tolerate doesn't mean accept. Tolerance. But they they will never be satisfied with tolerance. Right. No. They want they want they want affirmation. Yeah, and we're required Child to sex change surgeries. Well, yeah, and we're required to participate yep. and celebrate. You know, way back when in the Stone Ages when I was in law school, I had a blue mohawk. I know I don't look like a guy with a blue mohawk right now, but I'd walk around with this blue mohawk and I knew that the vast majority of people who were looking at me thought, man, that dude's a freak. Like, what's he ever going to do with his life? I knew that. I'm okay with that. I had a blue mohawk, right? Mm -hmm. But nowadays we're supposed to look at people who I think are really weird, doing really strange things, and we're supposed to accept that. We're not allowed to criticize it. We're not allowed. Like, I'm fine. Like, have your blue mohawk or whatever the equivalent is today. Doesn't mean I'm not going to say out loud, that's hilarious, that's weird. I think that's okay. We're allowed to be critical of each other. You know, I was just thinking, it's like, imagine if you went out advocating for child lobotomies and you were like, you know, we got we to gotta give children lobotomies so they can be happy. Why, why let them be sad? You hate, they, they're committing suicide. If we lobotomize them, they're going to say you're crazy, right? The, the thing I was just thinking of is we're at the point now where the left is saying it's not crazy to give children sex changes. I mean, a few years ago, if you went around advocating for this, they'd probably tell you to shut the fuck up. Maybe maybe five years ago. Now it's like the norm is you must accept child sex change medication, therapies, and surgeries. The How long until we are like, just fucking lobotomize them? Then they'll be happy forever. If the issue is these kids will commit suicide, well, then cut their fucking brain out and they won't do it. Or give them Xanax. I don't know. Make money for the pharmaceuticals. Or we have countries, I mean, again, I have a child with disabilities. We have countries like Iceland saying we've eliminated Down syndrome. What does that mean? That eugenics. means they've aborted. All, it's eugenics. Yeah. And so, and eugenics is there. It's, it's real. It's coming. I mean, I've, if you've seen the movie Gattaca before, but oh, if you, yeah. It, yeah. It, but And it's stupid. It's, 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 it's terribly short-sighted and it's stupid. Coming. It's coming. The problem with, is real. It's not, it's not a movie. It's real. It here first. Right? The problem with eugenics is that we do not understand the human genome to the extent that we can manipulate it properly. That's why you need a diverse, diverse gene pool without tampering because a diverse gene pool breeds resilience. But if we go in and start saying, here are the desirable traits, here are the undesirable traits, we don't know what we're eliminating in the long run. That's it. You're, you're making a utilitarian argument. I'm making a moral argument that engineering people is, is wrong, is, is just wrong, no matter whether it has well, genetic if, consequences or not. But what if we should be an amazing player? Right? I mean, it does have, I'm not saying it doesn't. No, my, 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 point is, my point is simple is that it's social suicide. Yes. It's, it's, it's genetic suicide. It's not the idea they have is I can make my son, daughter better. And it's like, 
Yeah, and then in three generations, humanity's like unable to breathe. And these are the air same properly. people who would say Hitler was a horrible person because he he wanted to create a master race. What the heck are you doing? Well, and so what it, is better, and who's going to decide what's better? And the answer is, oh, it's your betters. It's the same people in Washington D.C. that are doing everything they can to ruin our lives right now. It's going to turn out they're going to say, you know, that Jimmy isolated that you know made people's hair turn gray, and so we we we, we added this thing to make. Turns out that actually makes the pancreas work too, and now they are dying. Like we don't, we don't, we don't understand these things. That there, there, there is a correlation between many elements in the human body. Some are vestigial byproducts. You're like, okay, we'll get rid of it. Uh, actually, that was the enzyme that did this. We we're, we're not there. Maybe, maybe look, maybe we'll come to a point where we fully mapped out the genome to such a degree that we can eliminate genetic diseases. And there's a different argument to be like, I don't want someone to have Alzheimer's. Versus, you think this, you think you think these arguments are actually going to stop people from doing it? Of can. course, the answer they're, is no. They're going to say, "I want my son to be six foot exactly. five, super ripped," exactly. and then they're going to buy weird designer manipulations. Their kid's going to come out, and for the first few, it's going to be great, and they're going to have a heart attack at eighteen. And they're going to be like, "How did this that's happen?" That's because that's because, and it goes back to a more fundamental issue: that science has become a moral free zone. That if science, it's, it's whether you can do it, not whether you should do it. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and we can, and we continue to go down that road and. You're, you're right. There will be disastrous consequences, but that it's, it's, you, it's whether we can, not whether we, could, we should. You could make a great sci-fi short film, 100 years in the future, humans all live underground. And what happened? How did this happen? Was there an apocalypse? Like, you know, someone comes out of cryogenic freezing. And it's like, wow, 100 years, everyone, their skin is pale. And they're like, well, you know, when humans started getting involved in eugenics, they started eliminating genes that were undesirable and they accidentally got rid of the one that produces melanin. And now we can't go out in the sun. It's not a horrible Oops. way to live. I personally wear a lot of sunblock. <laughs> like, that's not the worst, worst lifestyle. But it's, you know, it's like, it's something like Living that. Living like underground? They're all, they're all blind. They're yeah. all, they're all, you know, yeah. blind. And not, we didn't realize that that gene was actually an important, you know, building block of, you know, optical nerves. And well, so all of this is based around the idea that we can understand everything. And right. this is the materialistic worldview. It's not a faith-based worldview. The reality is, from my perspective... I would say the reality, the truth is, there is a God. We are created. We can't understand God. We don't know the plan. And it's just hubris to pretend that we can. It doesn't mean we shouldn't study science. If you know the history of science, it actually comes from a faith basis. It's a, it's an idea that we should understand the way that God made Discover us and God's God creation. made the universe. Yeah. Uh, but this idea that somehow we're in control of all that and we can understand everything. I mean, we're these little tiny creatures in the universe. What do you think you the know. biggest moral authorities are in today's culture? Church attendance is famously down. Where do people look for their moral cues? Because obviously some people are born with stronger inherent senses of morality or are they... The Kardashians? Yes, <laughs> that's true. I mean, social Johnny media, Depp. right. And, and I do, I'm being facetious, but it's actually true. So people are looking to those kinds of people as moral authority athletes who say inane asinine things and saying well if that's what they think then that's the truth and so we this again going back to the shame and honor in a culture like the heroes that people have nowadays it's unbelievable to me i don't understand it there's sports figures who have no knowledge of anything in the real world they make many many millions of dollars for bouncing a ball up and down a court or playing football whatever it is but people look at them as the moral authority in society that's part of what's broken yep I think I look. I think there are some some great spiritual leaders out there uh, that are uh, that are speaking in using this you know podcasts and other types of 
of, of methodologies to reach out to young people. And I think you're, there is an underground out there and I believe it's growing. Uh, you hear all these wor- works about, you know, worries about, you know, the nuns are increasing, not, not Catholic nuns, but people don't believe in anything. And that may be true, but I think we have a society that particularly of young people who have been told so many lies that make no sense to them and make no sense, no sense to any of the, and they're searching for truth. They're searching for something that is, that, that is deeper, that explains their, uh, their, their inner desire to see the world beyond what it is, this material world, but something bigger than that. And I think you're going to, I'm, I'm, I'm one that's counting on a revival coming soon. And I know that's, that's counter to everything we see, but I think it's coming. Well, I got good news for you. My, my longstanding hypothesis or theory is that the future is going to be very conservative. The left will be, the far left people will be more like me in the future. And then the right will be traditional Christian conservative for one reason. Well, for a couple of reasons. The left aborts their kids. Yep. They don't have kids or they abort them. They sterilize their children. That in and of itself right there is simple math. So one thing, not if they control all the institutions of power in the country, but right. Yes. But the big move for homeschooling is probably panic mode for them. That's why they're like, don't say gay bill. It's like, well, because the right has figured out where their weakness is. Mm -hmm. So uh, I talk about this quite a bit and it'll be my final thought uh, for the segment. There was a a study. I I was reading this a couple years ago in the 2000s. They found that Republicans, conservatives had 2.05 kids on average and liberals had like 1.7. Simple math dictates 18 years from then, you're going to have more conservatives than liberals, right? Sure enough, Pew Research showed that Gen Z ticked slightly more conservative than liberal. For the first time in 100 years, a younger generation was a teeny bit more conservative, still very progressive, comparable to millennials, but a tiny bit more conservative than millennials. So that flipped the whole thing because since as we've been tracking generations, it's been conservative moving to liberal. And now it went slightly back. Why? A lot of people thought it was because Gen Z is based, that, 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 they were, that they've realized the truth and they've been red-pilled. No, it's because there's more, more of them. That's it. So if the left is advocating for sterilization of their children, for abortion, these horrible things that y'all have consistently tried to prevent, but have seem, seemingly been unable to do so, well, the end result is going to be an ebb and a flow. They're going to diminish their ideology. Conservatives are going to start winning in schools. School choice is a huge thing. Homeschooling. And then in 20 years from today, in 40 years from today, it's going to be overwhelmingly right-wing Christian. You know what? I would add one more thing to that, which is it's not just a cultural phenomenon. It's a human phenomenon. There's a normal human phenomenon for generations to rebel in some ways culturally against their parents. Mm -hmm. It's what adolescents do. It's what young adults do. And so when you have a completely woke society, there's going to be a natural pushback. Young people are going to be like, that's not cool. You guys are old. That's stupid stuff. We don't believe that stuff. And so I think that ties into what you're saying. There's going, But there's going to be a broader cultural pushback as well. Yeah, I think we're seeing it too, mostly because it's a cult, man. The, yeah. the, the left is just, it's, it's a non-theistic religion. And it's, and it's extremely dogmatic and it's unfun. You know, just taking people's movies. You know, I'll, I'll tell you this. You guys, have, you've, have you heard of Resident Evil? Yeah. So uh, I love Resident Evil. And when they announced the show, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And uh, they race swapped one of the characters. So they cast a black bald man to play a character who's a white blonde guy. And I don't care about race swapping. 
Like, I think acting is acting. If a you know white person can play a black person, a black person, a white person, as long as it's not relevant to the core idea, idea of the character. Right. Like, you can't have the Black Panther played by some white blonde guy. Like, that's right. ridiculous, right? He's, he's from Wakanda. But what, what threw me off was I didn't know. And so when I watched the show and they said Albert Wesker, I was like, okay, well, in the video game, he's dead. So I was like, oh, so this must be a plot point. It's not really him. And then I realized later on, no, I, I just didn't realize that they race swapped the character. And so that's the kind of thing that's pissed off a lot of people. Right. You know, there's a lot of people who argue uh, it was uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson was going to play a trans character and then she canceled the film project because of the backlash. And it's like, dude, if you're an actor, you're pretending to be someone else. It's fine. But now we're in this era where like a trans character can only be played by played, can only be played by a trans person. A gay character can only be played by a gay person. And it's like, okay, dude, whatever, dude, I don't care if you know, the, a black guy played Albert Wesker. I just didn't realize it because the character was dead. I thought they were doing a plot point of like an mm -hmm. imposter or something. Yeah. So these, these are the things that kind of happen when you, when you play games like this. But anyway, my, 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 my point there is a lot of core fans of these, these old stories, these old properties are upset that it's being changed and manipulated without their understanding. And it's pissing people off. That's creating a big cultural pushback. But I'll leave it there. Rick, Mark, it's been a blast. Thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks for having us. Pleasure. Thank you. And for everybody who's a member, you make it all possible. Thank you so much. And we'll see you all next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.